Cow cuddling is the new wellness trend and it costs $300 for a session. And a priest has been arrested and removed from the ministry for stalking Conan O'Brien. And an Indonesian man walking in reverse to save the forests. These are the weird stories for Tuesday. This is Weird AF News. I'm your host, Jonesy. This is the only weird news podcast hosted by a comic. So hopefully we'll get some laughs. I don't know. I can't always promise that. But I'll definitely give you some weird-ass stories because that's what we do. All right. Ready? And begin. Hardcore wife-swapping booty buffet. Hardcore wife-swapping booty buffet. Hard, 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 hardcore, hardcore wife swapping booty buffet. Booty, booty, booty buffet. Hardcore wife swapping booty buffet. Smoke a fatty and laugh it up with Jonesy in Weird AF News. Cow cuddling is the new trend. And it costs $300 for a 90-minute session. The article says, Can you imagine snuggling up with a massive farm animal? Most people are afraid of massive animals, but researchers are here to change your mind. Have you ever heard of cow cuddling? It's the hottest trend at the moment, and experts say it's a beneficial wellness method. Spending time with animals lowers stress levels, apparently. This concept is awkward for some people, but it's a brand new therapy that makes us remember similar programs that were very popular in the past, like goat and cat yoga. (laughs) But doing yoga with a cow is really challenging. You could hurt yourself. Can't have that cow climbing up on top of your ass when you're doing that downward dog, baby. I mean, unless you're into that kind of stuff. (laughs) If that's the case, I know a place in Mexico you can pay for that. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Doing yoga with a cow is really dangerous. You need to wear a helmet. But cuddling with a 1,000-pound cow will do wonders for your mental well-being, apparently. Not for my mental well-being, but, I mean, obviously some people are getting something out of it. They're paying a lot of money to do this. Cuddling with animals. Massive animals. Here's the thing. You don't need to cuddle with a massive animal. You could cuddle just fine with like a small 40-pound animal and have the same effect, in my opinion. And it would be less dangerous. You're going to cuddle with an oxen. I mean, something bad's going to happen. If that thing throws a kick for no reason, you have no idea what's going to happen. You easily break a hip. No, just cover, cuddle with a very small mongoose or something oh no those are dangerous too what about a baby honey badger how about that (laughs) no this is what little kittens are great for this stuff dogs cats etc i've seen some strange animal bars in japan little animals though they don't they don't have massive animals that you can go cuddle with because they know there's a risk involved let me get back into the article Mountain Horse Farm is a farm in upstate New York, and it invites visitors to try the horse and cow experience. Individuals are given a chance to spend some time with these large animals, and they can also pet or brush the animals. If you don't like to play with cows, you could just cuddle them. They offer cuddling. 
The body temperature of cows apparently is higher than ours and have a lower heart rate. Therefore, cuddling with cows provides a relaxing experience, as explained on the Mountain Horse Farms website. How long before a cow just, you know, puts its tongue in some unsuspecting lady's orifice and then there's a lawsuit? Cuddling with animals has shown to... Was that awful, <laughs> what I just said? What can we glean out of that? Yeah, okay, so the body temperature of cows is great. Okay, so in, on those cold winter nights, shit, I'll cuddle with a cow. Okay, fine, I'm not spending $300 to do it. Cuddling with animals has shown to reduce stress and help us bond with nature, according to the website. Horses and cows have a special body language to communicate with humans. Oh, do they really? I've never had any communication with a cow in my life. They look at me like I'm stupid. Apparently, though, they can feel your happiness, sadness, or your anxiety. These animals will will respond to you without any judgment. Goodness, really? Are you telling me, website Mountain Horse Farms, that a cow can sense if I'm feeling sad about a breakup and it'll cuddle me appropriately? Sounds like you're just trying to sell tickets. A 90-minute horse and cow experience session costs $300. Woo, that's 150 something an hour. More. What is it? Two. It's 200 bucks a half an hour. Oh, I'm so bad at math. $100 per half an hour, it sounds like, right? If you like the cuddling part, you can get a 60-minute session for $75. You can invite your friends, too. Hey, guys, what are you doing this weekend? You want to drink some Bacardi and go cuddle with a cow? Too much money for that. I'll hop a fence, trespass, and hug a cow if I feel like it. I'm not going to give you $300. I'll hop a fence, I'll, I'll hug the cow, and then I'll milk the damn thing. What do you think of that? Mario Becker, an animal behavior ec- experts, talked about the new trend. No, this paragraph has got typos. Mario Becker, who is that, Jonesy? Some animal behavior expert. He talked about this new trend and its effect on the cows. According to him, cows are escape animals that aren't designed to cuddle with humans. I believe this guy. I don't know if they're escape animals. I don't even know what that is, but I'm willing to bet they are not designed to cuddle with humans. I'd actually say I don't believe that any organism was quote-unquote designed. That sounds like there was some sort of celestial architect involved. No, no, no. Organisms don't aren't designed like we're in a laboratory. They're, they grow. Cows have not grown to be ideal cuddle partners with humans, is how you should phrase this, Mario Becker. Are you not a biologist? Getting deep here, guys. However, facilitators at the Mountain Horse Farm explain that their cows, their cows are different. Their cows are loved. Their cows are well-treated. Their cows are taught how to make out <laughs> they explain that cows and horses live a, no- live a normal life in herds as if they were living in the wild this is what people say when they want your business they say anything they don't care like yeah it's totally safe yeah come on cuddle with our rhino yeah just come on in what do you want to we're all out of rhinos why don't you cuddle with this hippo totally safe roll around in the mud with the hippo grandma you want to take this rhino Sure, I'll get the emu. Ma, what do you got? Oh, an alligator. Great. What are we, in Florida? A priest has been arrested and removed from the ministry for stalking Conan O'Brien. 
This article is out of Boston. I'm going to give you a little flavor of my Boston accent on this one. A priest from the Archdiocese of Boston arrested for allegedly stalking NBC late night talk show host Conan O'Brien. And he's been placed on leave, the Boston Globe reports. Father David Adjemian, 46-year-old priest from Stoneham, Mass., was arrested in New York City last week on charges of stalking Conan O'Brien. Yeah, the talk show host. Why would you stalk Conan O'Brien, you crazy priest? He's accused of sending threatening mail to the host's home and Conan's office as well. He's been accused of contacting Conan O'Brien's parents and showing up at the studios in Manhattan where O'Brien's show is filmed. What are you going to contact Conan's parents for? What kind of maniac are you? Where do you think that's going to get you? The charges against the priest are aggravated harassment and stalking for which he could face up to a year in prison if convicted. Barbara Thompson, a spokeswoman for the Manhattan District Attorney's Office. Isn't that great how they... It's almost as though this article knew I was going to do a Boston accent. They, even, they gave me a character named Barbara, which is a great... A great name to say with a Boston accent. Barbara Thompson said that Father Ajemian wrote in one of his letters, I want a public confession before I ever consider giving you absolution or a spot on your couch. Signed, Padre. What is he saying here? What does he think, that Conan's just going to let this guy get on his couch? Is this how you think it works, Father You think you're going to persuade this guy through letters to put you on a national sh- television show? What are you out of your mind? I can't even get on this national television show, and I have talent, you dummy. Conan O'Brien does have a friendship with Father Paul O'Brien, who is a pastor of St. Patrick's Church in Lawrence. Oh, no shit. I worked in Lawrence for years. Though the two are unrelated, both were roommates at Harvard. Some news reports are speculating that Father Ajemian may also know the late-night entertainer from Harvard as well. Father Ajemian was adorned, (laughs) ordained, ordained and adorned in 2001. He was recently a parochial vicar. How do you say that? Vicar at a Stoneham parish and according to Archdiocesan. Archdiocesan? What a word. Archdiocesan spokeswoman, according to her, he had been unassigned since June. Of course, the Archdiocese of Boston released a statement announcing Father Ajemian's removal from public ministry as a result of his arrest. The Archdiocese has also placed the priest on some leave. Quote, the Archdiocese has cooperated and continues to cooperate fully with New York authorities on this matter. Further, during this difficult time, the Archdiocese will offer pastoral support to all parties affected. <laughs> parties. <laughs> all parties affected. The Archdiocese of Boston. What are you doing stalking Conan O'Brien? Get a life, bro. Seriously. (laughs) Some weird dude stalking another dude. What the hell is wrong with you? Unbelievable. 46 years old. Is this what life's become for you? (laughs) It's comforting to know that, you know, the priesthood is working with such stable human beings. (laughs) You know? Tons of sex offenders and some weirdo that stalks Conan O'Brien. I mean, what is wrong with these people? (laughs) How do you become a priest anyways? Is it just like, hey, fill this out. Do you want to be a priest? Yes or no? Yes, I do. Okay, okay, you're fine. Come on in. (laughs) Maniacs. 
in addition to this guy being just a... I mean, can you imagine the, the amount of advice this guy's given to people over the years that he's been a, an entrusted clergyman in Massachusetts? Looking back on it, like, oh, that, that advice that Father Ajemian gave me, geez, I'm starting to think it's not right. Well, I told him that I really enjoyed Lady Gaga's music, and he said, just show up at her parents' door. Tell them. <laughs> They'll let you in. <laughs> Stupid. Unbelievable. An Indonesian man is walking in reverse to save the forests. This is a feel-good story out of Jakarta. Or as we say in Boston, Jakarta. (laughs) An Indonesian man, or as some people say, Indonesian, man is walking 700 kilometers. How many miles is that, Jonesy? Approximately 435. You're welcome. From his home on a volcano in East Java to Jakarta in the hope of drawing attention to the archipelago's quickly shrinking forests. And this man is walking these 435 miles backwards. Imagine that. That is not, that is not easy at all. I can't even walk across my kitchen backwards without tripping. By the way, archipelago, did I say that correctly? I think that's a string of islands, archipelago. Guys, guys, public school paying off, baby, years later. What's this guy's name who's walking backwards across the the archipelagos? Medi Bastoni, 43-year-old father of four. He set out on his arduous, in-reverse journey in mid-July with the goal of reaching the capital of Jakarta by August 16th, a day before the Southeast Asian nation's Independence Day anniversary. Here's a quote from Bastoni. Of course, I am exhausted, but I'm willing to do this to fight for the next generation. My home is losing all of its trees, so I have to do something about this. I can take the pain. I can take the fatigue. When he arrives, Bastoni said he hopes to meet with President Joko Widodo, which which is like the most amazing name I've ever seen. Joko Widodo? The president? Bastoni hopes to talk to Jokodo, obviously, and highlight the deforestation across the archipelago including at his own home at Mount Willis. Indonesia suffers from one of the highest rates of deforestations in the world, according to Greenpeace. How high of a rate, Jonesy, you ask? Well, I looked it up. The We have uh, Indonesia has lost 24% of its, of its forest cover between 1990 and 2005. 28 million hectares in that, in that short 15-year window. They're losing 1.6% a year. Unbelievably. Lately, 1.9% a year. Almost 2% of... Wow, crazy. Really, really crazy. That's why what this guy Bastoni's doing is amazing. He walks 20 to 30 kilometers backwards every day under the scorching sun with a rear view mirror attached to his backpack to avoid bumping into objects. Brilliant. Wonder if he just like jacked the rearview mirror off his vehicle, just pasted it to his head. Astounding. Along the way, supporters cheer him on from the side of the road. They offer him meals, beverages, and a place to stay overnight. 
But Bastoni, although he'll stay, he always leaves at dawn to stay to his schedule, 20 to 30 kilometers a day. Walking backwards is meant as a signal to Indonesians to reflect on the past and remember how national heroes fought for the good of the country, he says. Remember the past, guys. That's why he's walking backwards. This is wonderful. This is very, very feel-good story. This guy's an inspiration. Bastoni. Medi Bastoni. I'm sure there's a place you can uh, donate money to help save the deforestation in Indonesia. If you guys are feeling like you want to do something like that, you can. I would Google that and do so. Maybe this guy's... It doesn't say that he's accepting donations, but he should be doing that as well. This is fantastic. Deforestation is a problem not in just Indonesia, but in the Amazon as well. I mean, it's going on all over the world, and it's, it's very problematic. These forests are so rich, and, you know, they provide so many resources for the planet and those of us who are inhabiting it. And when you start pulling them down, you know, this is no good at all. That's just my opinion. So what we have to do is support people that are doing such things as Medi Bestoni, walking backwards, which is very dangerous because you could totally, these islands are surrounded by water. He could easily just walk right into the water, wouldn't even see it coming, even with his rear view. Who knows? That rear view could get like, you know, dusty and foggy. Next thing you know, he's walking right off a dock, kerplunk into the crystal clear Indonesian waters. No idea. I mean, these are the troubles that a, a man walking backwards for hundreds of miles is going to encounter. For sure. Not to mention snakes. Sure, your rearview mirror shows you what's behind you at, up top, but what about on the ground behind you? You don't know what's down there. You need to have an additional rearview mirror down low so you can see if there's snakes. I'd imagine there's snakes in Indonesia. Gators, who knows? In other words, dangerous mission. 700 kilometers backwards. Man, I cheer you on, Medi. You go, Medi Bastoni. Do it for the forests. Do it for your people. And take note of this man. There's something crazy that you want to do <laughs> to bring attention to some other thing that's going on. Then do so. Even if it's walking backwards. Maybe you want to do jumping jacks across the nation because of gun control. I don't know. Do something like that. That's how you get in the headlines, baby. That's how you bring awareness to your issue. I'm going to do the worm all the way across SoCal to bring attention to the fact that people are charging $10 for hamburgers at these restaurants and they don't come with fries automatically. Pissed off about this. Hey, what's up, my friends and my cohorts? My weirdos, this is Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News. I want to thank you for listening to the stories today. I also want to apologize for the episode yesterday. I had major technical difficulties, and they were not on my end. They were on the back end of the um, website and app that I use to uh, record and publish the podcast. I actually published the damn thing at like 1 in the afternoon and like, Five hours later, it still wasn't published, and I had to go back in. I wasn't even home. I was at a, on my way to a show, and I had to go back in and piece it together and republish it, and so it came out a little... It wasn't as overly produced as I usually make them, but I had to do that in order to get it out in time uh, in, during the day, so uh, please forgive me. I had no transitions or anything. I wasn't publishing the songs, like all that stuff, so... 
But I had to get it out. It was either that or I'd wait till I got home and do it, and it just would have been so late. You wouldn't have had it yesterday at all. But um, these are the snags that you encounter when you're doing it daily. You know, if I could do this thing once a week, I could make sure that it's, you know, there's no snags at all. But every day becomes, you know, it's a little arduous. What does that mean? Oh, that means that you should totally support me on the Patreon because I do it every day. Think about it. Think about the effort. Patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Support Jonesy. Support the podcast. Get access to bonus episodes as well. It's not just I'm not just saying give me money for free. Are you crazy? I would never do such a thing. I wouldn't take your money for free. I don't believe in that. Offering something. I did a blog post with a video this morning about some weird piece of history. Weird early American history. I'm really into that kind of stuff. So tomorrow I will be publishing a video of me visiting a weird place in the California desert. Oh yeah. So and in addition to that, I'll be recording a bonus episode before the end of this week with a uh, surprised a surprise guest. That'll be cool. I'm not going to tell you who it is till later in the week. So yeah, check it out. Patreon.com slash weirdafnews. As always, email the show, funnyjones at gmail.com. You can call me, 646-450-2012. Follow me on Instagram, at funnyjones. On Twitter, it's the same, at funnyjones. And on Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. Thanks so much for supporting the show. Thanks for everything that you do. I appreciate you. Much love. See you tomorrow. Yay! <laughs> yeah, we've got gators. We've got iguanas. We've got citrus fruits. We've got three out of five episodes of Cops filmed in Central Florida. Whoop-de-doo, make fun of the little man from the big man from out in California. If you can't tell Jonesy, I'm a little upset. I heard through the grapevine, you don't like my singing. Well, Jonesy, it's your damn song. I was singing it to you, trying to reach an olive branch out, trying to find some common ground. But now I'm coming at you, Jonesy. I'm coming at you from the second turnbuckle of the cage. Because I am a wrestling fan. Yes, I am a monster truck loving Floridian. You've got me all perturbed and all tied up and I don't know what to do. I will talk to you later.